Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The playoffs on Round Guy Radio are powered by the Packwood Locker, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. But we also have a lot of other sponsors that help us uh, uh, throughout the year. Uh, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore and the Livestock Risk uh, Management Partners there uh, in Minneapolis. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus Junction, Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, home pla- and Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Uh, we have a treat for you. We have a couple coaches uh, that are going to kind of help us preview this uh, next round of tournaments. we got Coach uh, Swanson from Pekin. Welcome to the program. Hey, glad to be here, Dave. And we got Coach Islick of Sigourney. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. Appreciate it. Well, I thought I'd have you, you kind of go over the 1A uh, uh, tournament uh, that starts, uh, uh, going to restart here on Thursday night. First, I want to tell both of you, super proud of the jobs you did this year. Uh, Scotty Melvin was there watching uh, uh, you in Danville, uh, Coach Islick, and I was watching uh, – uh, via the TV uh, uh, with your game at Waco. I thought you both played outstanding. Scotty was, you know, very complimentary of, of how you played. Um, uh, both played excellent teams that, that are going to advance. But uh, uh, I'll give uh, – we'll start with Coach Islick. You want to give a, um, a rundown uh, of how your team uh, played in the playoffs this year? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to – yeah, first off, congratulate Coach Swanson on another nice year. Uh, PK and all the reports I got last night sounded like that was a heck of a ball game. It was, you know, a battle for the better part of three and a half quarters and sounded like they did a really nice job after, you know, Waco had gotten the best of them twice in the regular season. That's always tough to uh, to come back and, and battle like they did on, on Monday night. So it uh, sounded like a really nice performance from his boys. Uh, and, yeah, I was really proud of the way that our kids competed at Danville uh, on Monday. You know, they're a really good team. And, uh, and I thought we played well. I mean, we, you know, we never really, never really gave ourselves a chance to win the game. You know, we were we were we were right there with striking distance all night. Uh, I mean, it was I think a five point game at half, and then a five point game still going into the fourth, and just could never get that get that big bucket uh, to kind of get us over the hump uh, um, on on Monday night. But uh, very proud of the way we competed. Hopefully, a building block we can use. Uh, you know, they're a very experienced team and a very talented team. And, uh, and that showed just in those kind of small margins uh, of a tournament game where, um, you know, they have seniors. We have a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. And, uh, and that showed a little bit uh, in, in the biggest moments. But uh, overall, a really nice season for our kids, 13 wins uh, and, uh, and not losing anyone. So hopefully um, we have a lot to build on uh, going forward. And uh, hopefully we can do that. 
All right, uh, Coach Swanson, uh, you want to go over your team's performance? Uh, really gritty performance. I know uh, at the very end they kind of started separating out from you, but uh, you kept hanging around pretty good. You got real close a couple times. Yeah, final score, 57-42, not very indicative of the, of the game. We had to start fouling just to try to give ourselves a chance in the last two minutes. And uh, right at the Waco, they knocked down all their free throws to really extend that lead out. Uh, usually it really came down to early third quarter. Uh, neither, neither team could score, uh, and that was our window when Waco was really struggling to have much continuity, and we, we just couldn't get any buckets. Uh, you know, Coach always going to beat himself up about his timeout management and uh, obviously wish I took one a little quicker to try to get uh, get some points on the board in that window there but across the board in Waco uh, traditionally is very good defensively and uh, the same last night and they were able to make the plays when they needed to so I think four point game with seven minutes to go and they just slowly ground out a few possessions hit some big shots and uh, open that lead up a bit and uh Took care of business with the late clock management. Well, I'm really uh, proud of the guys for coming out and, and competing like we did after uh, after less than a week ago. Uh, they beat us by 28 at home. Well, uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was a great uh, gritty performance on both of your guys. You know, you, you're you're out of the playoffs, but you went out uh, left it all out there on the floor uh, for both of you. But let's start uh, uh, previewing. Uh, uh, the 1A, uh, and we're going to start with you, Coach Swanson. Uh, you have a particular insight on this Notre Dame-Waco game. Yeah, we've seen Waco uh, twice now in two weeks, and we saw Notre Dame uh, right before that in the uh, shootout crossover at their place. So this interesting matchup, uh, both teams are, are very good, tough matchups, uh, and defensively, I think they offer a lot of different things, uh, different styles of play. Notre Dame doesn't have a ton of size, but they're across the board, really good rebounding team. Everybody rebounds well, and they really pressure the ball in the full court with uh, Shea Stevens and Getty Bull. They really have some of the best on-ball defense I've seen in a long time, just being able to turn a guy and, and work him side to side up and down the court. It really takes you out of rhythm offensively. And, and you just got to have guys that can handle the ball and be aware of their surroundings just, just, just to start with. So uh, that's that's kind of them, synopsis of them. They, they have multiple shooters, multiple guys that can attack the basket along with that. Uh, Waco on the flip side, they're, uh, they have a lot of size. Uh, they're, two, they're two big fellows inside, uh, Lichty and uh, Waterhouse. They have a really good point guard, uh, shooting guard in uh, Hunter Hughes, uh, who can, you know, he's volleyball line, three-point shooter, and then he can take the ball to hoop, and, and he's a really good passer as well. So um, they, they have a little different ability to, to run some different defenses. They can go man, they can go zone. They like to press a little bit with their 2-2-1. So they, they can change things up. They kind of have a defensive system where Notre Dame just comes out, mans you up, and uh, says, come get it. So it should be a great matchup, obviously, be at Notre Dame. So I have a little bit of home court 
there, but this is a really seasoned veteran Waco team that's played in uh, sub-state finals and, and district finals and has a lot of playoff experience. So uh, I think it'll be a great game. we got two great coaches as well. Okay. Uh, I, uh, Coach Islick, I know you played Waco. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I've seen both teams. Uh, I watched uh, Notre Dame as we were prepping for Daneville uh, this week. And, you know, same thing Coach said I was really impressed with, you know, just, just how relentless their full-court pressure is. And, and it's not – it's not that they turn you over a ton. It's just that they take you out of your rhythm of what you want to do on the offensive end. And uh, that'll be a challenge for Waco. Um, the Hughes kid is very under control. Um, and and he's, he's a really good ball handler. I'm not sure he's a true, true point guard. Um, but uh, he does that for them. Uh, they've got a couple other kids that can handle it. But I think that'll be the biggest thing. Just can they run their stuff? And, uh, and can, they, can they be really solid on that end? And, and I've only seen Notre Dame once. Obviously, I've seen a lot more of Waco preparing for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, coach, you know, Coach has, has prepped for both those teams here in the last couple of weeks. He definitely has a better feel for, for both of those teams. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be one of those games that is probably going to come down to the last four or five minutes. And at this time of year, it's just you know, who can make plays late, you know, who can make some shots uh, when they need it, and then uh, who can step to the free throw line and knock shots in at the end of the game. So I'd be very surprised if that was a blowout either way. Um, I think those two two fairly evenly matched teams, and you got to say Notre Dame's probably a slight favorite at home. But uh, I mean, that's a game that certainly could go either way. All right. Well, we'll stay with you, Coach Islick. Uh Do you have a game? I know you guys did play each other, uh, but you play one plays in the Sickle, one plays in the Super uh, uh, Southeast Super Conference. Uh, you got a game out of the Sickle, maybe that you are interested in. Yeah, I mean, I think our, our, our conference, our conferences are intertwined here pretty nicely in these two these two districts that we're kind of focusing on here uh, this afternoon. Uh, District five or substate substate excuse substate five and substate six. Um, at the bottom of the of the one that we were talking about, um, uh, substate five uh, that's got Waco and Notre Dame uh, and then Danville and Winfield on the top. That's kind of a the you know the super conference. Uh, um, crossover, you know, I know they do that at the end of the year uh, in Coach Swanson's league, and they're getting another round of it uh, um, here uh, on Thursday night with uh, you know Danville and, and Winfield mixing it up, and then uh, uh, Waco and uh, um, Notre Dame. But then at the bottom of that bracket, there's a really intriguing game that involves two sickle teams: it's North Mahaska and Montezuma. Um, they played uh, tw- twice already this year. They split their two uh, regular season matchups. They actually both won on each other's home floors. Uh, Montezuma uh, won pretty comfortably uh, early in the year at North Nebraska, and then North Nebraska paid him back and, and won by double figures at Montezuma uh, here just a couple weeks ago. So I'm uh, really looking forward to that game. Those are two two really good teams, two really well-coached teams uh, that, that um, really play a nice brand of basketball. Um, and, you know, it's going to really come down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, how is North Mass going to be able to score down, slow down Brady Bolton, who averaging, I think, 27, 28 points a game 
uh, this year. Just, you know, uh, a very talented kid as a sophomore. Uh, he makes it go for me. He's like 5'9", uh, but he handles it, shoots it, passes it. Just really nice player. And then North Africa has a really good balance to them. Uh, there's really not one kid you can key on. Uh, there um, uh, and uh, uh, when they're shooting the ball well, I mean, shoot every game I flipped on when, I, when we prepped for them, when we played them uh, um, in, in January, uh, they were just knocking shots in left and right, and, and they sure did that uh, against us that night too. They really took it to us at our place, um, and I was very impressed with them. So I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, you know, uh, Seth and Derek there, they both have done a terrific job, and they're both. Uh, um, going to have their teams ready to go and uh, that game is at North Mahaska they did secure the, the better seed uh, in that one and uh, it'll be a little advantage for them but like I said Montezuma uh, went to their place uh, in December and won by 20 so uh, it should be a fun one down there and then winner of that one will get either Moravia or Holy Trinity to try to get to the sub-state final and I think that's a kind of intriguing game too uh, I think Moravia you know they fly under the radar a little bit down in the bluegrass I mean I, you know the Bluegrass is not as good of a league as some of the uh, other leagues in our area, uh, but I really do believe in this Moravia team. They've done a nice job. They've stepped out of, out of conference uh, and been competitive. I know they played Montezuma really tough. I know they played Waco tough. Um, so they're not going to be intimidated at all uh, against Holy Trinity, uh, but Holy Trinity's had an excellent year. They're a number one seed for a reason in the district, and, uh, and that should be a fun game. And, and then the winners of those two matchups will, will meet for a spot in the sub-state final. Uh, Coach uh, Swanson, do you have anything to say about either one of those games? Yeah, I'll comment uh, just real quick on North Bahaska, Bonnie. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Bolden kid, I, I've just seen him on uh, film just scouting the team that Bonnie's playing, but he's, uh, you know, I don't know if he's, I say, under the radar, but he's easily one of the one of the best sophomores in the state. He's, he's very exciting to watch. And then uh, we played at North Bahaska last year in a district semifinal. Um, they have a nice, nice follow in there. So that place will be full of, uh, the Warhawk faithful and it'll be, it'll be loud in there. And they, um, you know, they, they, they scrap and fight for their team. So, uh, you know, definitely some little home court advantage. And, and that's, uh, that's some old school rivalry there, Monty and, uh, North Mahaska or new Sharon area. So, uh, that, that'd be a fun one. And both teams can get up and down. Uh, I'll just comment quick. I don't know much about Moravia. I do know that they have some size, and uh, like like Coach said, played some uh, some pretty solid uh, teams from different conferences in the regular season, and and competed well. Uh, I do know Holy Trinity has done really well in the South this year. I believe got second. Uh, did beat Waco right at the end in the shootout a week or so ago. Uh, Coach. Uh, uh, Helgi does a great job. Uh, his son's one of the top players in Southeast Iowa, and they'll be they'll be ready to go. They uh, they're not overly deep, but they're very disciplined. I know uh, Coach Eslick and I uh, scrimmaged them last summer, and um, we we were quite impressed, weren't we, Coach? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we actually scrimmaged with them this uh, winter too uh, over Christmas at Eddieville at. Uh, um, them and Eddieville there, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean the, the Hellage kid is is a phenomenal player. He does it inside and outside, and uh, yeah, he is uh, he, he's really good. And then their other guys understand their role, and uh, and they do a nice job as well. And yeah, that'll be whoever whoever beats them eventually will earn it because they're they're a very good team. And uh, 
uh, they uh, they certainly uh, certainly have have a manageable draw. I mean, you know, Moravia is a good team, and so is North Nebraska and Montezuma. But I think they were probably happy to escape that uh, Super Conference uh, area for a little bit just to see some different teams. Because as you know, Coach, you, you you hate to keep playing the same teams over and over again in the postseason uh, that you do in the regular season, just because they know everything about you and. Uh, uh, just having a little bit less familiarity is kind of nice. So I'm guessing that uh, they were they were happy with their draw, and, uh, and they'll certainly have a chance to, to to go as deep as they can. All right. Well, uh, Coach Swanson, why don't you pick out a, a game from one of these uh, brackets and tell me about it? Yeah, I'll I'll jump. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna quick jump into two A. Uh, you know, co- Coach uh, Eslick's a little better on the. On the districts north of here, uh, I'll just hit on 2A quick. Uh, one matchup, uh, it's, it's intriguing for me because we played both schools. Uh, EBF, uh, Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont versus uh, Mid Prairie. Uh, we, we picked up both of them non conference, uh, lost both games, but uh, that that's, should be a pretty good matchup. You know, Eddieville, very, very talented, uh, big physical team, has been a little inconsistent throughout the year, uh, but when they're on, they're really on. And uh, I think anybody that's, that's seen them or, or played against them, uh, you know, you're impressed with the athletic ability and the size. So I think they'll be ready to go. The game will be at their place, another place that's, you know, a good home court advantage. Uh, mid is an interesting team. Started out the year really, really slow and have really turned it on as of late and ended, ended up getting about 500. So that, that should be a good matchup there. And um, one last note on Mid Prairie, you know, they, they just bring a lot of uh, talented guards. They, they try to play up tempo and uh, really attack the basket, get to the foul line, and keep you on your toes. So that, that should be a good one over there at uh, Eddieville. All right. Do uh, you got anything to say about that? You played the. Uh, it seemed like you got in a scrimmage or a shootout or something. Uh, with Eddieville, didn't you, Coach Swan? Uh, yeah, we we see Eddieville every Christmas break uh, for the last handful of years, and yeah, Coach Stout's one of the one of the truly good guys uh, in in coaching. Uh, you know, his son's a senior, and man, they were so painfully close last year. Uh, had a heartbreaker over Hosky, uh, and you know we're rooting for them for sure. Uh, you know, th- this has been a great senior group for them, and uh, you know, I think the biggest probably factor in that game is going to be. Um, can Eddieville stay out of foul trouble because their depth is a concern for them. Uh, they've got, you know, they've got five really good dudes, but uh, it, it drops off a little bit when they have to go to their bench. And uh, um, and so they're going to have to stay out of foul trouble. They're going to have to keep those guys that are that are their go-to guys on the floor uh, against Mid-Prairie. And Mid-Prairie's been playing some really good basketball. As Coach said here, they had a great win over Williamsburg uh, late in the year. And it uh, seems like they're hot at the right time. And that's really what this is about, is about, you, know, you see it in the NCAA tournament. You know, it's not necessarily the best teams; it's the hottest teams. And uh, uh, Mid Prairie is certainly uh, that right now. It appears. Okay. Well, Coach Islick, you you pick one that you're looking. Yeah, at. I kind of, yeah. Last one I got um, is focusing on uh, Substate number six. Um, there's a couple sickle teams still hanging out in that one. Uh, one of them is one that you know pretty well, Dave and Kyoto. Uh, they're a number one seed. Uh, in District 6, uh, they'll host North Tama on Thursday night, who had a, a close win over BGM, another South, uh, uh, another Sickle uh, team uh, in round one. Uh, I know North Tama uh, played Belle Plaine earlier this year, and Belle Plaine took it to them pretty good. Uh, that's kind of probably the only, about the only common opponent that 
those two teams would have had. Um, but uh, uh, I think he was a very solid favorite in that one uh, to, to get to the district final. And then at the bottom of the brackets, Bell Plain uh, and uh, Gladbrook Rhinebeck. Um, you know, GR was a state tournament team a year ago. They uh, beat Kyoto in the district final, uh, and, uh, and and they certainly uh, would probably be the favorite to get there for a rematch um, with Kyoto in that district final. Uh, they uh, Bell Plains had a really nice year, though. You know, they just they find a way to to win games. Coach uh, Northup does a does a great job with those boys, and another team that does not have a lot of depth um, that's going to need to to keep their their top five on the floor uh, as much as possible uh, in that game. And they're going to have to shoot the ball better than normal, probably from outside. Uh, but, you know, GR, their record is nothing to, to really, you know, write home about, but they play a really tough conference. They play a lot of two ways. Uh, they really challenge themselves uh, in the non-conference as well. And so um, that, that's a team that is very dangerous in that district. Uh, they, they certainly have the, the, uh, experience in big games uh, and even though they lost some of their better players from the team that made the state tournament a year ago uh, they still got uh, some really nice players and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, you know what Bell Plain can do uh, with them on Thursday night and then you know I think uh, I think um, you know Kyoto's probably got their eyes uh, trained a little bit on on GR as well they they know Bell Plain pretty well so Bell Plain uh, is the one sitting there uh, they'll feel pretty comfortable uh, with them and then GR's team they haven't played so I'm guessing uh, Coach Stout's probably uh, keeping uh, one eye on uh, the North Tama film and, and one eye on the on the GR film uh, getting ready here for the next couple weeks. Okay. Uh, uh, Coach Lawson, do you have anything to say about uh, uh, any of the games he was talking about there? I'm not super familiar with those teams. Obviously uh, I know Kyoto's had a, had a really, really good season. And, uh, you know, Dan's really got them rolling. Um, as, G, as far as GR goes, yeah, they've, they've been good for a long time. Uh, very good coaching. And that's kind of the pedigree up there and, and almost an expectation that they're going to be competitive every year and, and uh, looking for state tournament berths. So, uh, and they, they got beat in the first round last year, but a lot of people had them, you know, penciled in to advance in the state tourney. So quality program and, and uh, you know, Bell Plain, uh, co- yeah, coach hit on it. You know, nice, nice team there. Uh, not a whole lot of depth, but uh, you know, dis- district semis. Uh, there's a lot of good matchups, and you just kind of never know. Start looking towards uh, who, you know, who's home court advantage. Little things like that go a long ways. But uh, you never want to look past anybody either. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out a game here. It's a two-way game, and maybe you know something about it. Maybe you don't, but. Uh, I'm very interested in this game uh, as Meepo is going to take on Iowa City Regina. Uh, Meepo just coming off of a spectacular last second, uh, last shot win uh, uh, against uh, um, Iowa City Regina. They, they seem to be kind of, Meepo seems to be playing well, you know, right coming down the stretch here. Uh, uh, four or five game win streak uh, uh, coming into the uh, the playoffs, uh, um, I guess, uh, uh, Coach Watson, you, you, you want to start with this? If you have anything to say at all about it? or Yeah, interesting matchup here. Uh, I believe Regina's coach is, uh, is Runquist, who was at Mount Pleasant for a long time, and then uh, went to Iowa City West for a few years, few years and now is taking over 
at Regina, and if I'm not mistaken, he was at Minneapolis before he went to Mount Pleasant uh, several years back, and Meepo's coach, Greg Worrell, was his assistant. So there's some some commonalities there, uh, which makes things very interesting. Um, and don't quote me on all that. That's uh, um, I'm, I'm pretty certain, but not positive. So anyway, uh, that, that makes it a very intriguing matchup. Uh, Meepo, uh, been a little hot and cold this year. They're uh, they're a little bit on the young side. A lot of their talents, younger kids. So they've been that kind of explains the inconsistencies. But I, I do know, uh, oh Max. Uh, Griffin? Max, Max Griffin. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, something else, isn't he? Max Griffin, uh, smooth shooting left-hander, probably six-one. Uh, really, really nice player, and he, he's kind of the key. He, he's the thing that makes them go. They do have some other guards that uh, they can shoot the ball well and attack the basket. But uh, you know, Max, Max gonna have to have a big game. I know Regina's really been tough this year and play uh, playing a really tough. Two A conference and night in and night out, uh, we're, we're going to see bigger and more physical teams than, than Meepo probably saw on a nightly basis in the Super Conference South. So a uh, great matchup there, and obviously with the uh, with the coaches having some familiarity, that'll, that'll make things even more interesting. All right, Coach Islick, you got anything to say about that game? Yeah, we. I don't. I don't know a ton about either team. We did play Regina this summer, uh, and I was impressed. They're a very talented group, got some size, and definitely some skilled kids. Uh, you never know in the summer who's all there and who's not. Uh, but from what I saw, they got some got some very good players. Uh, and then you know, I know Minneapolis. You know, they they just made the the kind of flip flop with Waco going from the north to the south. And uh, uh, I know that they certainly. Uh, um, you know, Coach Swanson kind of said it with inconsistency. They're, they're one team that I look at their scores and have a hard time figuring them out. And, and I don't know a lot about it, so it makes sense uh, that they're young. Uh, I can relate uh, there uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, they uh, they certainly look like they have some talent and some capabilities. I, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm surprised that they beat Regina in the regular season. If they played, I did not know that. Uh, I, would, I would have thought Regina would be a, a solid favorite there. I'd probably still make them a solid favorite. Uh, in the tournament game, but Tech will win for Mediapolis to get that done, and uh, uh, if they can do it again uh, uh, in in the in this round, that'll that'll be very impressive. All right, uh, there's a couple other games here we haven't talked about. Winfield Mount Union is going to play uh, the Danville Bears. Uh, Coach uh, Islick, we'll start with you. Yeah, you know, Coach Watson can speak a little more to the Winfield uh, team. I've watched him play once. Actually, I've watched him play uh, Pekin. Uh, when we were getting ready for them, uh, and Buffington did not play in that particular game, so it wasn't the full squad. But uh, just very impressed with um, obviously their athleticism. I mean, you got you know the type of athlete that they do at this level. Uh, it's going to take you a long way, but it's not just that. You know, they're very well schooled. Uh, Coach Edwards obviously does a, a great job with them. He knows uh, basketball inside and out, and you can tell that they're very well schooled in what they want to do. And and I think that you know I, I saw them. A year or two ago at a, at a Jamboree, and Jamborees are hard to gauge, but I saw them at a Jamboree, and I thought their guard play had really improved uh, from then to now or from then to this year. But their guards had kind of taken it to the next level to, to get them to where they're at right now. Uh, but Danville's a very dangerous four seed. Obviously, we're a little biased. You know, we just had to go down there uh, in the opening round, but uh, they they are a very good team. 
Uh, uh, they've got, uh, you know, a big kid inside in Orth that is going to have to stay out of foul trouble. Uh, and if, if he does not, it's going to be a very long night for Danville. But if they keep him on the floor, he'll be able to battle inside with the, with the Winfield Bigs. Uh, and then they've got a, a really nice guard uh, uh, in uh, – um, I kind of probably butcher his name, but uh, number 13, uh, Svobita or something of that nature. Um, and uh, um, I was really impressed with his game. Great finisher around the rim with both hands. Uh, can really shoot. He hit some really big threes against us uh, in that game in the second half uh, to kind of give them some cushion. Uh, and then their other kids understand their roles. And uh, the Bauer kid's a great cutter, finishes around the rim. The, the Buck kid's like – you know, six four probably and can shoot it and, and, and drive it and, uh, and and just a really nice group uh, that's veteran and played a lot together you can tell and uh, uh, as, as a four seed um, that's a pretty darn good team uh, and uh, so it definitely will be a, a tough game for Winfield uh, there's probably there's a lot of other one seeds that have easier paths uh, than Winfield does that's for sure um, but uh, I still make Winfield a favorite in that game but I think that Danville is going to, going to be right in there. I think it's going to be a four-quarter game, and uh, uh, I'll be interested to hear what Coach Swanson says about that game because he's he's obviously a lot more familiar with Winfield than, than I am. Well, have you played both teams, Coach Swanson? Uh, we have not played Danville, no. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts on that game? So, uh, Co- Coach kind of hit on it, uh, you know, I, and he and I actually, we, we just we talked, uh, uh, um, you know, off the air here uh, you know, over the weekend. Uh, this this district is, is really tough. I'd be hard-pressed to find one uh, that's tougher than this one. And they're, they're going to make, the state decided to make uh, Winfield earn it. I think to, to get to that, uh, you know, to get that district championship, there's uh, Danville's a four seed and then the uh, Waco and, and Notre Dame on the bottom, and, and even you know, uh, you know, Sigourney at the five, and us at the six. It's it's a tough district for them to manage, so they're going to have to earn it. Uh, Winfield haven't haven't seen them with Buffington. We uh, unfortunately weren't able to play him after break when he when he came back because of the weather. So it's it's been a little while. Uh, obviously, Cam's a, a tremendous athlete. Uh, this year he's. Really, not only just with the rebounding, the scoring, but he's added his uh, his passing. He, he's really elevated that game, and then uh, you know, turn, he rarely turns the ball over. Just incredibly smart, and then he's just such a dynamic player, and then just understands situations really well. Uh, so you know, can't say enough about him, and then a great supporting cast around him. The guys in other roles who do their jobs well, and they've uh, been able to build some depth. You know, this year. And you know, go to seven, eight guy rotation. Uh, mainly stick with that top five. But uh, you know, Winfield's. You know what they're gonna do? They're just really good at it. And I think the thing that gets missed a lot because people get lost in the in some of their highlights with with Cam's dunks and and Jake's threes and, and Abram, you know, doing things is their defense is really really good. I mean, they they hold. Uh, they were holding super conference teams uh, in conference play under 30 points a game as an average early in the season. That was without uh, Buffington. So that I think that's going to be a big part of the game is uh, who, who can come out and uh, control that. And obviously, uh, I'd give them a little bit of the rebounding edge just because the athleticism and the size. Uh, you know, Danville, obviously, Coach Hart's got some size as well, but 
you go across the board, uh, Winfield's Winfield's tall. They got some big dudes. Even even their guards are are six twos to six four. All so right. uh, good good matchup there. Well, someone uh, uh, I'm going to throw out a, a, a game we're going to talk about here, but if someone could tell me who Central Lee plays, uh, 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 maybe they play West Burlington. Uh, those are the ones I don't know about. But here's here's the only three A game that we're going to talk about. Uh, because it's such a great matchup. I don't know whether you know anything about it or not, but Mount Pleasant uh, and the Kia Cut Chiefs are going to play. Uh, go ahead, Coach Isley. Oh, boy, you're stretching me pretty pretty far over there to, the, to your guys' area uh, for those teams. I did see Mount Pleasant play uh, at the uh, Mid-Prairie Jamboree. I saw Coach Swanson that night, too, uh, and was impressed. I mean, they, they are a, uh, a very nice team. They had, uh, I think, Hagen's kid, who was a really good player, uh, I was really impressed with uh, with him, uh, and uh, um, I know that you know those are a couple conference rivals, so they'll they'll certainly be familiar with each other. And, and, and that's you know this time of year, especially when you're playing against a team that you've probably already played twice, uh, a team that you've played you know if you're a senior you've played probably you know six seven times in your career. You know there's not there's no secrets at this point. Everyone knows what you're going to do. Uh, everyone knows, uh, you know, what you want to try to get done. It's just about you know, who can execute and, and, and who can make shots. And, uh, you know, sometimes basketball is kind of a silly game. It comes down to who can put the ball in the hoop. And, uh, uh, and without knowing a whole lot about Kia Cuck, uh, um, I, I would imagine that Mount uh, um, Pleasant is probably a favorite in that one. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about either one of those teams. I did see Mount Pleasant in a – a one half of basketball at the very beginning of the year, um, and it was impressed. And uh, um, I think that that'll that'll probably be a fun game uh, uh, between those two. All right, well, Coach Swanson, uh, I think they split earlier. Uh, Kierkuk has a six nine kid or something. Uh, they've had a pretty great season. Um, I don't know if you know anything about this or not. I don't know much. Uh, I, I do know that those were the top two teams in that uh, Southeastern Conference this year and uh i know they had two really good two really good battles so that uh, yeah like coach said you see see somebody for the third time uh not only do the players know each other well but the coaches do too and and sometimes it comes down to um you know just does somebody got a uh, trick up their sleeve or ace in the hole you know some, something they could throw out there their team's not inspecting so uh it should be a fun matchup you know get the 3a and 4a tournaments going here all right. Well, um, I don't know who West Burlington plays. I don't know who Central Lee plays, and I don't know who the Pella Christian plays. Uh, uh, I do know that uh, Central Lee got a, a really nice, hard-fought win uh, against uh, a very talented Eliza Muscatine team. Uh, uh, do you guys have any information on any of those? I believe Central Lee plays West Burlington. Okay. I think. I think that's well. They will have sure their hands full with them. Yeah, West Burlington uh, undefeated uh, again. You know, last year, same thing. I think they made it all the way to the sub-state game, where uh, Pelletrician knocked them off there in a in a really close contest. So essentially, uh, I've just seen just a little bit of them at our shootout. They played Hillcrest for our game, and uh, they are big. They're athletic. You know. Uh, I'd say if anybody can give uh, West Burlington a run here in the district semi, they're the team. You know, physically they they can 
match up with them well. Uh, it just comes down to West Burlington. Those those two guards are are just tremendous. At uh, well, they're, they're really good at everything. I mean, they they can handle, they can facilitate, and they can score, and uh, they get everybody involved. and And they're experienced enough now that they they just know how to win. So, um, to be be a tall task for Central Lee, but again, they've they've uh, they've been been in some games and knocked off some people this year and. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I'd have to look through some scores. I think they played a one-score game with West Burlington. They did. Uh, just a couple, uh, couple uh, weeks Coach ago. Coach Van Fleet said they, uh, uh, I think, was beating them at halftime or something one time. Gave them one of their biggest scares this year. Yep. So, uh, yeah, anything anything can happen. And uh, um, especially when you consider, you know, West Burlington sat uh, last night and didn't play. And, you know, Central Lee. Obviously, got a nice win over Louisa, so they'll be uh, they'll be heading in there with a lot of confidence, and uh, we'll see what happens. Well, I want to thank you both so much for being with us and sharing um, your bird's eye view uh, of a lot of these teams that we haven't seen. Coach Islick, is there anything else you want to talk about, or any other uh, any other messages you want to give our listeners? No, I think we covered it. Appreciate it. Always fun to talk a little basketball. Obviously, you know, Coach Watson and I both love this time of year. Uh, we wish we were still playing, but uh, we'll. We'll uh, we'll certainly uh, enjoy uh, you know watching some good basketball here over the next month and seeing what teams can get to Des Moines and uh, uh, get to the state tournament. It's always uh, it's always a fun uh, time of the year. All right, Coach Swanson, do you have anything else for our listeners? No, I, co- Coach uh, hit on it good. It's it's uh, fun to talk hoops and uh, and do this again. Uh, I I'll, I'll just say uh, next year I hope uh, hope we're not doing this. Hope we're still playing, right, Coach? So yeah, definitely. All right. <laughs> so. Thanks, Dave. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, Dave. Bye.